from Epic Deer Studios. This is The Ice Queens. Hello, figure skating fans. Uh, welcome back to the final episode of The Ice Queens for the 2012-2013 figure skating season. Um, we're coming to you a week later than we'd like because the World Championships actually concluded last Saturday, uh, the 16th of March, but NBC decided to wait a week to show them to us uh, till just yesterday, March 23rd. What are your thoughts about that, Tori? Um, totally ridiculous. NBC is doing everything they can, like we've been saying all season and seasons before, to get rid of skating fans. I guess uh, the real skating fans had to go and find it out on Latvian TV if they wanted to watch it as it was actually happening. Right, because in Latvia, apparently they care about having ratings a year before the Olympics. I right, mean, and they don't even have any skaters that are in contention. Hmm. Whereas we had, what, seven people who, Right, you know, well, we actually had world champions. Yes. Well, you know, what can, what can you do? Um, NBC's only paid millions of dollars to have the rights to broadcast figure skating, only to not promote it at all. I mean, what were they possibly showing on TV a week ago that they couldn't fit in two hours of figure skating? I know, and then... They're really cheaping out, too. I noticed that they only had two commentators, Terry and Scott, for everything that they televised. And those two definitely were not at the competition. They must have just been watching a live feed because they never showed them the entire time during the telecast. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. Although it did look like Andrea had some work done. Yeah. So maybe <laughs> that's just, where all their money's going. Andrea to Canada to, you know. Um, harass the skaters over there. Right. I mean, Andrea had some bright lights on her. It looked like she had some, you know, she was, her skin was looking pretty good. So maybe that's where all of their financing is going. Yeah. And at least she's, um, you know, talking to the people that actually speak English now. Right. That's, that is, a, that's an improvement. <laughs> all right. So let's start with, with, you know, one of our, you know, I just cannot stop sighing because it's so upsetting. I was yelling at the TV again because Patrick Chan Won the men's competition. What is this the third year in a row where he has not been able to stand up through the entire competition and has still won it? I don't know if it's in a row, but this is the third world championship that he has won. And chanflation was definitely happening during this competition. I didn't watch the short program, but he was ahead by seven or eight points after that. But in the long program, it was not a good skate for him. He fell twice. He, um, I believe he popped a jump. He had step outs of other jumps. And, you know, even with all those mistakes, he won barely. But the way that it happens is because the, his presentation scores are huge. And it's like, I'm sorry, if you're falling down on the jumps and popping the jumps, your presentation cannot be that high because... It's ruining the presentation of your program when you're making these mistakes. Yeah. I mean, I was just yelling at the TV going, how can somebody who consistently falls, you know, win all these competitions and win by such a large margin? I think that they need to work on the scoring where there's mandatory deductions if you fall on your presentation score, not just on your technical score. Right. Because on the, you know, if you go and look at the protocols on his presentation scores, he's getting nines and above on it. And it's like, are you kidding me? No. There and I don't think that he interprets the music that great, and they just jack that score up. There's no way he's getting higher scores on that than Daisuke. No, he does not feel the music, and his artistry is not as good as his. He does have good, you know, skating skills. He's fast. 
Although, you know, he's so fast sometimes it seems like he's kind of out of control and you just don't know if he's going to be um, falling all over the place. Well, he does fall. But and he had and he did do his two quad jumps, but this one was not it was not a good skate for him. And, you know, the, I, I don't know that the fans like seeing the world three time world champion. He's fallen every single time he's won the world championships. I mean, it's completely ridiculous. This is why people watch figure skating and say, now, what is the sport where people are falling all over the place and they still win? Yeah. I mean, and he ugh. did barely win this one because Dennis 10 skated so well. Um, so he was lucky to, to win this one, I thought. Yeah, I mean, he only won it by basically a little, like a point and a half. And Dennis 10 did win the free skate as he should have. Right. And, you know, Dennis 10... We'll talk about him. He skated really well. He doubled one of his jumps. If he hadn't have doubled that flip, then he probably would have been the world champion because that was, you know, there's a big difference in the points between a double and a triple flip. So, but I mean, he skated, he had the performance of the night here. The thing that bugged me is I think it was Terry was saying that he came out of nowhere and as the queens know that is not true yeah that guy's been around forever yeah he we saw him skate in 2009 in la at the worlds and he rocked the house that night and he did it again here so uh he's not new this is the first really breakthrough for him where he he got the silver medal and it's the first world medal ever for a kazakhstan skater so um I was really happy for him and he skated clean. You know, he did double that jump, but he skated clean. He has personality out there. You know, it looks like he's enjoying himself. I thought the program really suited him. No, he doesn't have quite the skating skills or speed as Patrick Chan, but he was enjoyable and there were no mistakes. Yeah. And I thought, you know, here, here's somebody I would have, I mean, he, he, I think he doubled two jumps because otherwise he would have definitely beat Patrick Chan. And I'm like, that is what needs to happen. Patrick Chan needs a wake up call that you cannot just go out there and fall all the time and keep winning. I mean, there has to be some justice in figure skating. Yeah. Um, the other thing about Dennis 10 is that his coach is Frank Carroll, who um, it, you could see, I kind of felt watching Dennis 10 that Frank Carroll is trying to turn him into a Kazakhstani Evan Lysacek. Did you <laughs> see too. that too? Yes, I yeah, did. I was like, wow, he's doing some of the same moves. He's got the same sort of presence out there. I'm like, this is freaking me out a little bit. Yeah, I noticed that too. I did like the program. His outfits are better because, you know, in seasons past, he's had more of Russian looking outfits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this one was more of definitely something that you would see Evan wear. So it should be interesting for Frank because Evan is supposed to come back next year. So he could have two contenders at the Olympics. I think that Dennis is a contender. You know, he's won the silver here. He is young. He's only 19. So he might not win a medal at the Olympics next year, but I definitely see him really more as a, a, a threat for the 2018 Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I really enjoyed watching him. I thought he had good personality and it was just nice to see him do well. And of course there's the hottie Javier Fernandez who mm -hmm. got the bronze medal looking good out there. Yeah, anytime he's on the podium, the Queens are not going to be upset about no, it. It's like, Oh, could you just stand there and we'll just look at you for a while. Yeah, so it wasn't his best skate. We have seen him skate this better. He um, he did do two quads. He doubled. He tried to do a, a second quad, and he doubled it, but then he threw it in later in the program, so that was great. I thought he seemed a little bit slow. Yeah. Um, you know, especially then when you watch Patrick Chan, and he popped a jump. 
But overall, it was a pretty good skate. He was in seventh after the short program, and he moved up to third. So it was nice to see him get the bronze. And he also uh, is the first time that a Spanish skater has won a world medal in ice skating. So that was great. And this definitely puts him in the hunt for in the medal hunt for the Olympics because he's had a good season. This was his breakout season. Well, maybe last year was because, you know, he started coming on. But this year he did well. He won the Grand Prix. He uh, he won the European Championships. Uh, he skated well. Now he's got a world medal. So he definitely should be in the medal mix le- next year. Yeah, he's really good to watch. And he's still coached by Brian Orser, which is always interesting. Watch yes. Brian on the sidelines. Um, I didn't. Of course, NBC showed us very few other people, but they did show Max Aaron, who from the United States, who came in seventh. He did well, but he's kind of like a um, Elvis Stoiko. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what I was going to say. It's like you know, basically, you're out there being a robot. I mean, he did a nice. I mean, I like the music to West Side Story, so that was nice. But you know, great jumper. I mean, I think he's he's fun to watch, but he's just not quite there artistically. Right. Well, I noticed. That they were saying that he was he had been a hockey player first and that's what, he, that's what it kind of seemed like but he was a hockey player out there figure skating um you know the good is that he ended up seventh here that is a really good showing for his first worlds he is a good jumper he backloads the program because he knows that his artistry is not up there so he is trying to you know squeeze as many points as he can out of his program by doing that um, the downside is his artistry and he was wearing gloves in his program. Yeah. And I know it's been a while since I've seen West Side Story, but I don't remember if they were wearing gloves in that movie. I don't think it was that chilly out there in the West Side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or I don't think so. So that kind of bugged. Um, he did do himself proud and, you know, I think he did as much as he could. I think so, too. I, I mean, it's nice to see a new person up there, especially since Ross Minor, our good friend Ross Minor, finished 14th, disturbing, did not lost the three spots for us that we could have gotten, yes. maybe, if, you know, we would have at least had a shot in the dark there. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the other thing about Max, uh, it did bug that he hit the boards. Oh, yeah, on his triple axle. That was a little rough. Um, he was close to the boards practically his entire skate, and I'm kept right before it happened I'm like he's getting way too close to the boards and then all of a sudden he did a jump and he landed and crashed into the boards and it's like okay you know how big the rink is and why do you have to skate so close to the boards well the other thing speaking of gloves I do not know what to say about Kevin Reynolds oh god so I only watched part of his program and he did have gloves and I couldn't take it and he made a couple of mistakes, so then I had to start scanning through him because I thought he was boring for me. Oh, my and God. And he, he had gloves and crazy hair. Yeah, it was like, that is the trifecta. It was not good. It was, I, I guess it was he's... All arms and legs. Yeah, I mean, he's got style or whatever, but I, he's almost unwatchable because it's this ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I only watched half the program. I'm like, I can't take it. He wasn't third after the short, and he dropped, um, so he didn't win a medal. Although good showing for Canada because I believe he got fourth and then Patrick of course won so they will be having three spots in the next Olympics. Actually Yazuro Hanyu got fourth and Kevin Reynolds got fifth but still that's pretty good. I don't know what happened to Daisuke. Did you watch Daisuke? um, I didn't. Oh I think I did watch a little bit of it and he had a very rough skate. skate. You know he's he's older and I, I think his body you know is breaking down. I hope he can hang on for another season because he is an enjoyable skater and he has a lot of fans and he really puts it all out there with the artistry. So it was not a good world championship for him. 
Now, speaking of Brian, you know, old people, isn't Brian Joubert like yes. about to get his AARP card? Why is he still skating? He finished ninth. He got fifth in the short program. I don't know what happened there, but he got 10th in the free skate. So he got ninth. But what is he still doing there? I do not know. I, I don't know. I did. I have watched his program this season and it's like every single other program he's ever done in his entire life. Yeah, I think he's just recycling old programs yes. now. It, he just put a new piece of music out there and it is exactly the same with the choreography and the jumps and a black outfit. Well, and not that Universal or not that NBC showed this, but I was watching videos on the Universal Sports app and there I have to mention that if people get a chance to see Florent Amodio from France, he had a horrible fall on a spin in the short program, which you don't normally see. <laughs> not very often. It was awful because he started spinning and then he basically fell on his face and was spinning around on the ice on his stomach. <laughs> I might have to go back and watch Man, that. Man, that is rough. Poor Flamrani. He got 12th, but he's also a, a fun skater to watch. But yes. So um, let's move on to speaking of NBC being terrible, pairs and ice dance. So NBC failed to show even one single pairs competition on their broadcast. Not even one team did they show out there. I mean, they wanted to make sure we know how hard they suck. Right. And so um, Volosozov and Trankov end up winning it. And Savenko and Slikawi got second. And Dumel and Radford of Canada got third. I only watched Volosozov and Trankov on YouTube or whatever, wherever I could find to watch it. And it was a really good program. He had a weird fall in the middle of it, though. But he did. Yeah, he uh, was a throw jump. He threw her and then he was like skating forward and fell. But is he a diva or what at the end? Oh, my God. Totally. <laughs> Those Russians, man, they are He's crazy. Like the chick. He was all upset because he had done that. But they won by a huge margin. They 20 won by points. 20 points. And um, it was a great skate. They definitely are the front runner for the Olympic gold. I think I said that a season ago. You know, they after the last Olympics and Russia not winning a gold medal in the pairs after however many, what, 60 years or something or 40 years, they took these two and put them together and they've been together three seasons. They've won two silvers and a gold medal in those three seasons at World. And they're great. They're, you know, really technical um, difficulties up there. I uh, definitely see them as the front runner. They just look really strong. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how they got so far ahead of Savenko and Shevchenko and Sokawi. I hate these names. Um, and <laughs> who, don't try to Yeah, them. I mean, S&S of Germany, um, who've been basically at the top of the podium for the last few years. But now they're kind of, I think they're just getting older and just not able to keep up technically. They are a few years older. They're seem to be on the decline. And I was thinking about it uh, yesterday when I was watching the um, V&T <laughs> that they must be hating it because, you know, they were supposed to be the front runner for the last Olympics. And then Xiao and Zhen came out of retirement and grabbed that gold medal away from them. And here it is happening again four years later. You know, they've stayed around for another cycle, and this Russian pair gets put together, and they're just, like, really dominating now in the third season that they're together. Yeah, and then, you know, and Canada should be proud, too. They had a third-place and the fourth-place um, finishers in the pair, so that's great for them. Didn't watch it, but apparently there is there was some controversy with them getting the third place because a lot of people felt that they should have gotten uh, the silver medal because I guess they skated awesome. And apparently they're they're doing side by side triple lutzes. Oh, my gosh. I have to yes. see that. 
Yeah. So they have really high technical difficulty. I just, I'm thinking it must be the presentation score that's holding them back a little bit, but wow. um, they are doing very hard technical programs. If you can get any of the ladies to even do a triple jump in the pairs, that's good. Usually they do a sow cow, but triple lutz, are you kidding? There, a lot of the single ladies have trouble with that jump. Yeah, that's amazing. Well, good yeah. for them. Pushing the envelope. But, you know, NBC, we'd appreciate it if we could see some of these um, skaters before the Olympics and then you start showing them at the Olympics and nobody knows who the heck they are. Exactly. Well, and speaking of not knowing who they are, I mean, the American teams, 9th and 13th, which is fine. You know, we're still waiting for Rockney uh, to come out and get a good partner and in our start start kicking ass in United States figure skating. But still, that's pretty respectable for two teams no one's ever even heard of. Right, especially the team that got ninth place, they were the silver medalists at the Nationals, and they've only been together for one season, and so they were actually the top pair. Yeah, so good for them. That's that's not bad at all. No, it's not bad. We get to our regular two spots for the Olympics. Yeah, so two spots for the men and two spots for pairs. But then our shining our shining uh, sport in the United States right now in ice skating is uh, the Which ice dance. Refuses to show. Right, NBC re- refused to show other than Davis and White, which we pretty much, I mean, I've seen their program a mil- million times this season, but I heard from the commentary that they're actually trying to add new elements and make it even harder every time they skate it. So that's, you know, that's really good for them. They are very impressive. So this is their second world title. Um, you know, the rivalry between them and Virtue and Moyer is, it's awesome. You know, they both stayed around after the last Olympics and... Every other year, they're winning the Worlds, you know. They both have won two world titles since the last Olympics. So it's going to be really good in Sochi next season. It's a toss-up who's going to win, you know. It's like whoever's best that night. They're totally different pairs, um, and they're great. And they're both, those two pairs are just so far above the rest of the field. It's them for the gold medal, and then the rest of the people are going for the bronze. Yeah, I mean, they're almost 20 points ahead of the third place finisher. So yeah. and they were four points separated between the two of them. Um, Davis and White's program is is beautiful. They're fast. I mean, it's just I mean, it's a great program. It's it's pretty much flawless. Virtue and Moyer, I have to say, I have a lot of respect for them because they're doing stuff that's very unusual. They had almost a gymnastic type, you know, very um, like aggressive, uh, sensual gymnastic. I mean, it was like, whoa, hello. Right. Yeah. So Virtue and Moyer did Carmen this year. And I thought that it was a departure for them. It's way sexier program than they've ever done. And that last jump at the end of the program, she basically jumped on his head. I know. (laughs) She's basically like, here's my crotch. I'll put it around your neck. I know. I was like, whoa, did that just happen? Hello. Yeah. I mean, it was, I think it might've been a little out there for the judges, which is why they didn't get scored quite as high as a more. Although it um, was in Canada. Well, that's true. Although, um, yeah, I mean, I think that they, it's great for them because they really seem like they're skating to push the envelope for themselves and to challenge themselves, not necessarily to beat Davidson White. So I, it's nice to see that in figure skating. Yeah. And you know, Virtue and Moyer is my pair, but I don't get upset when Davis and White wins because I have a lot of respect for them. Their programs are great. Um, you know, they're powerful, athletic, they're two different pairs and they both have a lot to offer. So, you know, whoever wins, I'm happy for, even though I'm always going to like Virtue and Moyer a little bit more. Well, it was amazing to me because Charlie White actually seemed excited that they won. And I'm like, boy, they never show any emotion at all. They're like, oh, yeah, we won. We're happy. Everything's going well. 
It's like, yeah. what? Hello? Yeah. And, well, I think it is a big deal probably to win this world because now you're going in as the world champion into the next Olympics. Yeah. So, but it's, I still think it's going to be a toss up. It's going to be who skates better and what program the judges like next year, but it, it should be exciting. We just wish that MBNC would actually show ice dancing because ice dancing is where it's at right now. And, um, true ice true ice skating fans are living for ice dancing okay so let's start showing it yeah i agree and i'm really excited to see what programs they're going to pull out for the olympic year because that's always you know very very high stakes so next year will be very interesting to watch i'm a little disappointed in the other two like the shibatanis finished eighth and chalk and Bates from the united states finished seventh now i'm surprised because they could be higher especially the shibatanis given what how they've done in the past but i see you know, I, I don't know. They won their bronze and since them, the judges, I don't know if it's that they're holding them down or they're not liking them. I think they need to make some type of change or something maybe in their programs because I they're technically they're beautiful skaters, but maybe their programs are not resonating with the audience and the um the judges. Well, and you say that you're, you know, it could be that you like you say that they're grossed out that their brother they're and sister. <laughs> yes. But there have been other pairs that have been world champions that, you know, the Duchesnes were brother and sister, but um, you know, I don't know. Yes, there is the creep factor. Well, that's <laughs> true. We you can't underestimate that. And I did see that uh the Russians Bobrova and Solaviv got the bronze and it's like why are you trying to shove this pair down our throat okay right they're they're almost 20 points behind Virtua and Moyer why don't you just give them like you know 10th place <laughs> yeah I know that there's other pairs that are just as good as them because I've seen them skate and I don't like it yeah it ain't pretty and I know it's going to be in Russia but come on yeah I agree. We'll see. How, we'll see what happens because, as you know, we're planning to be in Boston, which is the United States Figure Skating Championships in January. So they won't let us into Russia. Yeah. Well, <laughs> probably not anymore. <laughs> Especially if we, um, you know, if Yevgeny is back, we're not going to be able to stomach um, being being on the same continent. The Russian men only get to send one to the Olympics. Oh boy. Because they just had a really poor showing. I think they only got to send one to this world, and I he wasn't in the top 10. I want to say he got like 15th, 16th place, so it ain't good. Yeah, let me see. Uh, well, there was someone from the Ukraine. Let me see. Russia. I don't even see him, on the, I don't even see him in the top 20 here. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Uh, yikes. Oh, no, wait. He's 17th. Maxim yeah. Kovtun? Yeah, 17th. So they'll be having one person. It'll be interesting to see if, Yevgeny is able to come back because he has had the injuries and if he's well enough that they'll be sending him. Well, and I don't believe that that Evan Lysacek is coming back. I don't believe it. I'll believe it when I see it. But it's, it's <laughs> they've been dangling that carrot now for, you know, Three seasons. six months. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah. So, all right. So let's finish off the broadcast with ladies. Um, this was... Uh, well, Kim Yuna, even though she's stolen the nickname of the Queens from us, um, of the Queen from us, but she, I couldn't believe it. I mean, she was perfection. Unbelievable. I mean, this chick has not competed in two years and she came out like she never left. I was so impressed. Um, and I think with this skate and this showing, she definitely has shot back into being the gold medal favorite for next Olympics. 
Oh, no question. I think she's completely untouchable if she skates, skates anything like she did in the world. I mean, her jumps are beautiful. She still has them. It was a great program. You know, it was well-constructed. She has, she's doing the triple-triple combos. Um, beautiful. Yeah, and her free skate alone was 17 points above Carolina Costner, who I can't even really stomach looking at anymore. And she finished 20 points above her. I mean, 20 points above. There's, she's untouchable. Yeah, I, I was so impressed. It's, you know, she hasn't skated in competition for so long, and um, she just came out, and it was unbelievable. I, I loved it. You know, I do enjoy her skating. I don't think that her spins are the best or the layback and the spiral, but she definitely is a beautiful skater. I think that she interprets the music well. Um, so definitely I see her as repeating as the gold medal. Oh yeah, there's no, there's no question, you know, if she skates like that. I do agree. I think she does have some serious weaknesses in her flexibility and her spirals. Mm -hmm. I, they're not pretty. They're nowhere near like, uh, you know, um, Sasha Cohen or yeah, or Alyssa. I mean, just no way. So Mm -hmm. if she could work on that, but she doesn't really even have to. I mean, no, she really doesn't. Yeah, because she does have the jumps and she can, you know, she has the artistry. So. I don't know how much joy she's having in skating because I didn't know if she I didn't think she looked all that excited or happy. Yeah, it seemed like it was the skate. It seemed like it was all business. But you but she skates with so much. She just goes out there and skates. I mean, it's it's like no like Scott said, there's no nerves, you know, nothing. Mm -hmm. She you can just see like, oh, she's going to hit all of her jumps just because that's what she does. Right. You feel confident when she's skating, unlike when you watch Carolina. Right. Oh, she's actually going to hit the jumps. But, um, you know, you got to wonder how much pressure the Korean Skating Federation has put on her to come back and. And she is young, so there's hopefully she is enjoying the skating. She's only what twenty one or twenty two years old. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So br- it was a brilliant skate, and I went back and watched the long program. Also flawless. She didn't two clean programs. Yeah, she didn't make any mistakes at all in either one of them. The only thing I would say is she's just got to work on her um, spirals and stuff and get and some she really more flexibility. Have to. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't. And she Carol- really doesn't. Carolina Costner has the balls to skate to Bolero. I, I, I don't even know what to say about this woman. I just cannot stand the way she, I just don't like it. She's stiff and spindly and I just don't like her skating. Yeah. Um, I will say that, um, I didn't hate the program as much as I thought I would, but I think the secret with her is that we only watch her one time a season. Right. That is true. And that helps me not hate on her as, as much. She does have nice jumps. She had, you know, she does the triple triple combo, but uh, and she has her lutz and flip back this season. Last year she was injured, so she was not doing all of the jumps. So she has those back, which makes her a contender because now she can do all the jumps. But you know, she. I don't think that she's so graceful. They go crazy about her artistry. The commentators always do. And I'm like, what am I missing here? Because I'm not seeing it. No. And she did have mistakes in this. She popped a jump. And then right, the last jump of the program, Splat City. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm like, so they put a triple, what I don't know what it was, a triple flip or something at the end of the program. I think it was a triple sow cow at the end. And she just and she splatted. I'm like, the least she could have done is she could have doubled it or something or don't, don't, you know, I mean, it just ruined her program basically. Right. That is risky to have that your last move. But the, 
the ridiculous part of it is with a, a pop on one of her jumps and the fall at the end, she had her season's best. Yeah, I know. That's, yeah. Well, they totally are jacked up the presentation scores, but maybe she's only skated two times. I'm, actually, I think she only has skated two times this season, so maybe that was her season best. Maybe. And then Malasada skated. She did attempt the triple axel, which I give her credit for, but I just was, it was a snooze fest, I thought. I mean, she skated cleanly. She kind of, she had an extra rotation on the triple axel, so she probably didn't get full credit for it. She but didn't. Well, there just Scott's wasn't much going Scott's on like, there. Oh, she did the triple axel. No, Scott, she didn't do the triple axel. She didn't fully rotate it, and she two footed the landing. At least she tried it, though, which is more yes. than anybody else out there can say. And she is, she has a landed it this season. So that's good. She was six after the short. She ended up third. I'm like, I don't know how she jumped so many bots. Cause I thought it was a little lackluster. Also, she seemed slow to me, although, you know, she is trying the triple axle. It was a relatively clean program. Um, and I do like the program better than what she's had in seasons past. Cause she's had such dark, heavy ones in this room. She seemed a little happier and lighter skating out there, which is nice to see. Although, now that Yuna's come back, she cannot be happy because she looks so strong. And here's another Olympics where Yuna's going to take the gold medal away right. from you. Oh, yeah. I know. And she'll be at best in second place. But And she also had a new season's best with this program, which I'm like, I didn't think it was skated, you know, the best, but maybe... Well, I guess it's good enough that it was her season's best. Just attempting the triple axle is giving her a lot of points, I think. So, yes. you know, good for her on that one. Mm -hmm. And a Ashley Wagner and Gracie Gold, the two United States t uh, women, did pretty well. They respectfully got fifth and sixth place and got us a third spot for the Olympics, which is good. They did their job. So I was really happy to see, um, see that. They both skated good enough and that we are going to send three to the next Olympics and world. So that is a bonus for the United States. Yeah. It's about time, you know, and, and Ashley, she, um, you know, it was a solid skate, but she two footed one of the combos and it seemed like she, Oh, she fell on some footwork. So that was kind of a little fluky thing, but for her to actually be competitive and be in the top and be on the podium, she has to have the triple-triple combo. And she's not doing it. And it's like, hello, you need to do that. She keeps saying she's going to do it every competition. It just is not materializing. Well, and I heard her interview with Andrea Joyce afterwards, and she said, yeah, I have to do the triple-triple consistently. Well, duh. She's been saying that for a couple seasons, and it's like, where is it? You just need to do it. You need to be doing it in these early competitions during the season. If that means you're falling down, you're falling down, but you're at least doing it in competition where you're getting used to it and not trying to pull it out at the Olympics or the Worlds where your chances of landing it are less. Yeah, it's like, do we need to send Frank Carroll over to your practice rink and whip you into shape? <laughs> because he'll make you do those triple triples about 20 times a day you know and her being on the podium that's it's I think it's a long shot because I for me she's kind of a, a little bit of a clunky skater she's not that smooth she's a solid skater but I don't see her as in the top three and especially without the triple triple combo yeah, and Gracie Gold, everybody's talking about her being the new up-and-comer. She finished ninth in the short program, which really hurt her, but she was fifth in the free skate. That's pretty good for Worlds. Right. It, this is her first time at the Senior Worlds, and she gets sixth place. That's a great showing. She has nice jumps. She does definitely need to work on her artistry, and I think that they could probably give her 
more interesting and harder choreography. She kind of creeps me out a little bit with her smile sometimes during the program. Well, she seems a little snotty to me. I don't know what it is. I, I don't know. Yeah, something about her personality is not very endearing. Yeah. And well, the program, wasn't she skating to um, Life is Beautiful? I don't know. <laughs> well, I believe that she was. And, you know, that's the Holocaust movie. And she'll all start having this creepy smile like in the middle of it. And it's like, what's going on here? Well, she needs to be like... Um... She a little Chucky doll? <laughs> Actually, that's what Al was saying. He's like, she reminds me of the one little creepy girl on Dance Moms. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she smiling. needs to be more like Paul Wiley when he's skating to Schindler's List. You know, he's all serious and it's very, you know, she right. needs to well, get the, I, well, she's young. I mean, she probably just doesn't get it. She's more of a contender for the 2018 Olympics, but she did her job here. You know, she had a solid skate and uh, first world showing uh, we really couldn't ask for more, but she definitely does need to start interpreting the music and more artistry and maybe some little bit better, harder choreography. Yeah, and some of the women we've seen in the past do well. We're not very strong here. Akiko Suzuki of Japan, 12th place. Oh, disastrous. Elena Leonova, 13th. I mean, a lot of people really struggled. She was the silver medalist, if you'll remember, at last year's Worlds. Yeah. And did not do good. Actually, the Russian ladies didn't do good. I think that they did well enough that there has, they are sending two because I think they had a, a skater or two in the top 10. But, you know, they really have been pushing these young girls because they thought that they're going to be these little powerhouses and take over in the ladies. But that did not happen in time for the Sochi Olympics. Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, no. So, yeah, so it will be very interesting. We're, what are we now? We're 10 months away from our trip to Boston to watch the United States Figure Skating Championships, the qualifiers for the Olympics in 20, January 2014. And then the Olympics will be in, in February 2014 in Sochi and then the Worlds in March 2014, although we will see who actually goes to Worlds after the Olympics. But, right. But if NBC has their way, you won't hear anything about figure skating until... Uh, February. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I guess the, they're worthy in the Olympics now. I guess we should start showing figure skating. Yeah. Um, so I'm ex I am excited for next season. You know, it's kind of been a slog fest uh, since the last Olympics. And we haven't been, especially the last two seasons, we have not been that excited about ice skating. But now we're coming up on the Olympic year. It seems that we've got some new contenders and some old contenders that are coming back. So I think it's um, shaping up that it's going to be a, an exciting Olympics with a lot of skaters in the mix that could medal. And I have to say a special shout out to Jeremy Abbott. I am holding on hope, I'll hope against hope that you will do well and you can, you know, we'll see you at nationals for sure. But I just, you know, I what when we saw it next season. Yeah. When we saw him in 2010 in Spokane, I really thought there's nobody in the world that can beat him if he skates like that. And I hope that he'll be able to have a comeback for his final. Because um, he, he just really puts good programs out there, just interesting and different from everybody else. And um, he's a quality skater. Yeah, I'm, I'll be uh, pulling for him. I hope he I hope he gets some psychological services that will be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you know, I, th I think we kind of we already are thinking who we know is going to win the next Olympics for most of the disciplines. But um, but, you know, anything can happen because it's figure skating. So, you right. know, <laughs> And the ice is slippery. Oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> Isn't that what they say? <laughs> and, they're, and they're skating on a quarter of an inch blade. I mean, it's That's unbelievable. Right. <laughs> That's right, Scott. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, Tori. Well, it's been great hanging out with you this season, and we'll see you maybe whenever we decide to, you know, get figure skating again on TV again, maybe this fall for the Grand Prix. We'll see what happens. And um, figure skating fans, have a wonderful summer, and we'll see you next season. Keep it real. The Ice Queens is a production of Epic Deer Studios. If it's epic, it must be Epic Deer.